Hi everyone, this is Eric Anderson, host of YXC Underground, and uh, I am with the wonderful and amazing uh, Lisa Gregg. We're doing another uh, Walking with Lisa episode, but Lisa, where are we at the moment? Uh, we're inside where it's nice and warm and not windy. So when I when I pitched this series to you, I, I really wasn't thinking about how most of the podcast lies in wintertime, so you know, we'll walk when, when we feel like it. Is that okay? Yeah, I think summer us had the best intentions, but winter us are much more realistic, even if it's mild here. Yes. We choose to be warm. Summer us. Yes, because I did pitch this to you in June, and then it was nice in June. Yeah. And it's cold and windy today. Yeah, this is how we, like, choose ourselves. It's okay. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, I feel better already. Uh, Lisa, first of all, before I ask you what's on your mind, congratulations on being on the cover of Bridges Magazine. Congratulations on the story uh, written by Julia Peterson and the photographs by Michelle Berg. Like, everything was just lovely. So uh, how, how, how did you feel about the story? Oh, my gosh. Thank you for that. Um, honestly, I can struggle. Sometimes, like, the story and that spotlight is, can be quite uncomfortable. Um, but the writing... Julia, they were beyond incredible. I've to be able to sit down and have that conversation and have somebody create such a piece of art out of that. I just like I felt very seen in the writing and they did such a wonderful job. And Michelle did an excellent job as she always does mm-hmm. taking photos. And so it was just it was a great opportunity and it was an enjoyable experience. Oh, that's very nice to hear because I think sometimes, like, it is unnerving when you give an interview, especially for a longer feature, and then the interview's done and it's it's out of your control now, isn't it? It is, yeah. and you're just, like, you're hoping that you said what you wanted to and it could be summarized appropriately and, and that, like, the essence of what you, mm-hmm. who you are and what you're trying to say is captured. And Julia nailed that. Yeah. So I'm just so grateful for the, for the work that they did. Oh. That's awesome. Lisa, what's on your mind? Oh my gosh, again, so much, but so little. I, you know, was thinking about what we could kind of talk about a little bit today. And I think with it being end of, mid end of November, the holiday season that is upon us is probably what is on my mind. It's a busy time of year for everyone. Um, It just gets frantic and busy. And even though there's not snow on the ground, there's Christmas music and there's Black Friday, Black Friday deals coming up, and it's like there's a lot of stuff going on. So when you think of the holiday season, what comes what comes to mind? You're smiling. I know, right? Like again, this is going to be so Scroogey of me, and I I love the holidays. Our family celebrates Christmas. We have two little boys, so there's all of the hype around it that like I'm here for. Um, but I think so much about the pressure and expectations around the holidays, and. With that coming, whether that be like personally and professionally with workplaces and just thinking about, oh, the demands, the way we can get sucked into Black Friday sales. And I just want to say sales aren't sales if they're not in your budget. Um, And, you know, that overspending and then wanting to deliver and then also our calendars and how quickly they become so full with things that maybe we don't even want to be doing. But it's it's hard to say no at this time of year, isn't it? It is. I was joking with many, and I mean, this is a meme that goes around, but it's like, I've tried to put the no in November this year more than I ever have. Um, but then it's funny, because if Ross is actually listening, he will be like, but you literally just sent me a text today, Lisa, that says, hey, just as a heads up, there's so much coming in for like the holiday season. 
and I really want to say yes to everything and all the invites, ha, 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 ha. Um, but also recognizing that the demands that that puts on our household too, whether it's like just me going, the both of us, finding a babysitter, being away from the family. Um, but just there's so much pressure around the holidays. And I think there's also that pressure that we're supposed to be like joyful and excited and happy and the twinkling lights. But also maybe we're really struggling and I think for those of us who, whether it's that seasonal affective disorder that is kicking in because it's darker, or we're in some hazy fog of whether it's depressive mood or simply depression, and you see all of the sparkle around you, but you don't feel it, that is hard. And I think I just want to hold space for that's okay. So making sure that you're acknowledging that in yourself, that, hey, this season's hard for me. That's okay. There might not even have to be a reason why. And making sure that you're carving out that time where you can just find stillness and quiet and just simple and chaos and busy and for many like extravagance. That That is such a striking visual when you said how um, if someone might be struggling and yet they see the, the, the sparkle of all the joy and the lights and the the colors and the Santa Claus day parades and all like yeah. oh, there's so, there's so much happening around. And yet, yeah, it, um, that, that must be, it's gotta be hard though for people when they're so it's, it's kind of everywhere at this time of year, isn't it? And I just, I find too, that it, it starts earlier and earlier too. Like, you know, the day after remembrance day, it's like, it's stuff's up already. It must be hard for some people. I imagine, and I think that, that that rallying to do it, but I think the other part is, is we were just talking about this on the weekend with a group of girlfriends that like, if it makes, if it brings you joy, you should do it. So if you are somebody again, who does put up a tree and you want to put it up on November 1st, do it. Um, if it's December 1st, do it. If it's not at all, don't like, I think we have to start really sitting in like what is serving us as opposed to, you know, what's everyone else doing? Cause again, it goes back to like, what are we seeing and what are we scrolling? And you're going to see these beautifully curated Christmas trees. If you know, if that's what you're looking at and the gifts wrapped or I saw a great meme today that was like, if one, it's like, Karen, if you ask me one more time, if I'm ready for Christmas, like I'm not even ready for today. I mean, and poor Karen, no, no shade at Karen, yeah. but just like that feeling of like, oh my gosh, am I supposed to be ready? Is my shopping done? Where am I at? I don't even have lists. And it's like, just like taking the pause and going, like, what's best for me? Where am I? What is our family's values and all of this? What is our budget? Normalizing, and like, I can't say this enough, normalizing use in secondhand for gifts. Um, I think, and I'll, I'll just use language, proper language, because, you know, kids could be listening, but um, I don't know, some Santa's... Like, well, there's one Santa, but sometimes Santa wraps presents for some houses and not others. And um, Santa doesn't wrap the gifts at our house. And, you know, so for the parents listening, that can make it really easy when you're on buy and sell. Mm -hmm. And maybe you find that thing that's way cheaper. And if Santa doesn't bring it wrapped, then there's less explanations. So, like, there's little things like that that, you know, that we can give ourselves permission to make it easier and follow in the budget and, and not compete. And I think I'm all over the place today, but while I'm on the conversation about Santa, what I will, what I, I want to share is something I, I try to talk about often is I try to make the expensive gifts. I always encourage them to come from the parents, not from the man in red because kids don't understand income disparity. 
And it's really hard when some Santas spend $400 and some spend five. Versus it's really easy to say, well, Eric's parents can buy those expensive presents and your parents can't. And that's just something I'm like, well, I'm planting a seed, I guess. Like I'm on the soapbox. You're like, wow, Lisa, I haven't said a word. Um, just like a, a reframe that like I try to think about and I, I try to talk about a lot is if we could, like, there's no reason why you can't purchase your kids what you want to purchase, but they talk and, you know, in class, but maybe it's about simplifying what Santa Claus brings and letting the extravagance be in the parents because that is where income disparity exists. I know. I never thought of that. Oh yeah, no, you do. <laughs> Lisa has Lisa has a nervous look on her face. No, that was that was wonderful. I I kept I kept thinking though of of when when I was a kid, and and my mom especially, um, I think they felt mom and dad, but especially mom felt very obligated to like the big extravagant gifts. And I and I know from talking with them later on, and um, like you know they mom would go overdrawn on the like the checking account because you know six-year-old eric needed that teenage mutant ninja turtle blimp that he saw on the or the or the the blimp i know and the pizza thrower yes oh i had the pizza thrower too um sadly if i kept all those things i probably could sell them now and reimburse mom for everything that she spent but you're right there there is but i hadn't thought about that in terms of santa and and parents but you're right told kids talk yeah like kids really talk and I think it's like getting harder and harder for parents and I mean now that I am one and you know again thank goodness our six-year-old like he's like kind of oblivious to what goes on probably around him at school and his teacher would probably confirm this but (laughs) he doesn't get caught up in like what the other kids are doing and having um that'll come I'm sure Mm -hmm. um but like even things like elf on the shelf um and again parents who are like listening with kids I'm not going to get into like the this should be safe for them to listen to I just want to say that too but you know if you want to push pause go for it um but Elf doesn't come to our house but Elf hasn't really been asked to come to our house yet so I can sound like a very boundaried parent where I'm just like I don't do Elf on the shelf but we haven't had that pressure from the six-year-old and I wonder if my six-year-old was crying every night wondering if I could have my mind changed, but we're, you know, we've talked about it and trying to keep the narrative of like, oh no, like, yeah, Elf goes to some kids' houses, you know, not others, you know, he just, he just doesn't come to ours. Um, but that's easy for us to do right now because it has not been met with tears and meltdowns to date. Okay. And I want to share that because I know some parents are like, oh, like, I want to say no, but then the cries, I don't know what'll happen when the tears come. Who knows? But that's another thing that, like, the pressure and the demands and, and, some parents like can just create magic and they and it fills them up yeah. i love it um some parents just straight up can't afford that and don't have the time for it and that's okay but i just think it's really hard and i'm not trying to like be the the joy kill like the kill joy of like don't create magic for your kids like please do it's just i think that awareness of not everybody has the same capacity and opportunity to do it and those are the conversations that we like to have in our house too. And I don't think you can be too young where it's like, you know, yeah, like Santa will bring something simple and fun. Um, but you know, those, the, the bigger presents you need to be asking mom and dad for, but also, sorry, bud, the Mario go-kart that's at Costco, 
you're not getting that for Christmas. <laughs> we had that conversation. I was like, you sit in it. We're going to take a picture because yeah. we do that too where if going shopping, he wants to buy something. And I'm like, take a picture. We'll put it on your Christmas list. I learned that probably on social media last year. And it helps from the meltdowns. But I'm also clear when I say, and you're not getting that. We don't spend $450 on a Christmas present. Is is that hard as someone who's not a parent? Is that hard to say to, um, to your son? Well... Yes and no. I would, uh, it's probably harder for his dad who loves to come home with toys from the Western Development Which is, Museum. which is Ross, by the way. Ross mentioned earlier, um, is Lisa's husband, handsome man. And, um, so anyways, he, what does he get at the Western Development Museum? Whatever he wants. No, he always, he, we always like, again, we are season pass holders of the Western Development yeah. Museum and we just go every weekend and by we, it's usually like Ross and the boys or Ross and Holden. And, uh, every time we leave, Holden likes to say, uh, we should probably just take a walk through the, like the little store. Yeah. And then, you know, if he's with me, he leaves empty handed and probably crying. And if he's with his dad, he, you know, gets to leave with something often. So like, you know, you're welcome. Western development museum. Um, but no, it's, it's, it. of course it's hard to say no, of course it is. But, I think we also need to reflect on like what that's about. Mm-hmm. And I think our kids have, you know, our kids, they have everything that they could need and they have a wonderful, they, they are spoiled. They have a lot of things. And yeah, I, I guess I have to deal with the meltdown, meltdowns of the no, but they have to learn to tolerate that they're not always going to get those things either. And there's, there's lessons in that too. Um, and I think for us as adults to also reflect on like, when we feel like we can't say no, like first let's figure out what that's about. And sometimes it's a, you know, just, we don't like to say no and meltdowns are really hard and we have no capacity to tolerate it. I get it. I don't always want to surfboard carry my kids out of stores either. So sometimes they just get the $4 toy for all of our peace of mind. Um, but sometimes there's a bigger lesson in it that they just can't have everything. And the holiday season really amplifies like the pressure on parents and caregivers to give and overspend and put that on credit and make that January's problem. And, you know, I just really want to normalize that struggle and the fact that like, it sucks when our kids are disappointed, but they're going to be disappointed so many times in their lives. And so we also have to take care of what, what are our family values and, and talk about that with them. This is, these are our family values and these are the limits that we'll set on that. That is such a that is such a uh, mature and grown up way to like a- approach it and and but yet so many people don't and it's like it's hard to it's it's hard to figure that out. Um, there, there there is one specific thing I want to ask you as we were talking about this. Um, if if there is someone out there and perhaps I'm talking about me um, who views or who has who has a love language of giving and then the and so it's it's a dangerous time of year because you look around and it's like well you know only recently in my make this about me now uh in my family did we start picking names because as an anderson family it was getting pretty out of control yes yeah Uh, do you have if there are any people out there who have a love language of of giving and yet at the same time like it's it's a slippery slope, isn't yeah. it? Um, any advice to uh, to any anyone out there, and me, dear Eric, dear Eric, um, 
I think the biggest is like, I love even like the drawing of names because things can get out of control and we're drowning in things. But at the same time, you are generous and you do love gift giving and that does fill your cup. So like you also can't be robbed of that. I think that that's like, that's a way of like expressing I love you. Some people say it, some people gift it. It's wonderful, right? And so like budgets are huge. We're like set a, a limit. And I think that that's the biggest step even as like parents to really sit down and be like, what are we spending this year? And then, um, when you're drawing names in a family, what's the limit? Um, those parameters like set everybody up for clear expectations and success. That is very huge. And then the other thing is, I mean, as a parent, it's like gift experiences, but more than the experience of like the, family pass to, I mean, like to the Wonder Hub or the Western Development Museum and things like that, which are great. Um, take my kids to use it with them. So like for the aunts or uncles or grandparents and friends, it's like beyond just saying like, oh, here's a pass to the movies. Actually, and take my kid to the movies. Let them go with you. Um, because I hope if you're buying them a gift, there's a relationship, you know what I mean? Like, please know, like I, I would rather foster that relationship, but it's like, no, like take them to the movie. I mean, one, it gives the parents an amazing break. Like there's motive in this. And then the, the child gets quality time. I mean, my best friend, always, I mean, she's also one of the most generous humans and thoughtfulness is like through the roof and I, and how lucky am I? And, you know, for, you know, for our kids' birthdays, like she does like little movie coupons and but it's like a, a late over so like Holden will go to her house to watch a movie with the kids and stay late with his jammies and snacks and then come back after and like that's his gift to cash in and it's like amazing like he thinks it's the best thing in the world because it's quality time with like you know we call them family right they're, yeah. they're like you know family yeah. and gets to do that and spend quality time and that's more important you know than anything for us but those are our values and then if you're someone buying, especially, oh my God, especially for kids, it's like, just always check in with the parents where it's like, what would be helpful? You know, what do they need? What do they want? I think it's like that. I love those. Something they want, something they need, something they'll wear and something they'll read is like a great little checklist that I've seen to go through, but, um, go through it. And then even for my parents, I, I still say as grandparents, like this is supposed to be fun for you. So like, I'm not going to have you buy diapers. You, you want to buy the fun toy, please go do that. Yeah. It also means then that I don't have to. I don't need the, the thing to come from me. Right. I don't. Mm -hmm. But as long as, you know, here's the list, you're getting that. If that really would fill your cup, go for it. Because that's not my thing. Like, I don't need that to feel really great. But some parents might, like, they really want it, the big item because they want that surprise. I get it. We need to honor and respect that too. But I think if giving gifts is your love language, then give away, right? I think the only time people can get upset is maybe when it brings up something in them, yeah. right? But yeah. that's, that's what you do. Keep doing it. Um, but for families, like, I think we need to talk about budgets more. I mean, gosh, grocery gift cards would probably go a long way in gas, right? Like it's like, Hey, like the co-op, you know, yeah. like, um, Costco gas and groceries. Yeah. But you know, I, I think those setting limits and make them small, because that's where we get really creative and thoughtful too. But I don't think there's any shame, especially this year. I mean, in any year, but by saying like, we've set a cap on what we're spending this year. This is what it is. We need to respect that inflation is rough. Yeah. So wise. 
thank you. This was this was this was really really interesting because it it is it's such a busy time of year. There's so many things going on at work and at home and all, yeah, just a lot. And there's a lot of stuff going on in the world now too. And it's just yeah, it's a crazy time of year. So um, thanks for sharing some of your wisdom today. Thank you. It's always a pleasure. <laughs>